about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimaki Day of the household of David. Be blessed. First John 1 6. Amen. Let's start, okay, verse 5. Let's read something from First John. Now, if you are just coming in the last four weeks, your way need says the messages are free. Get the message to understand where we are coming from because I'm not going to speak for too long today. Um, for about three, four weeks now, both on Sundays, first and second services, we've been talking about the same or, or moving in a direction. You remember what Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 12, that I am the light of the world, and if anyone follows me, he will not walk in darkness, but he will have the light of life. And then went to John chapter 9, where Jesus said, when he wanted to hear the, the man that was born blind, he said, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And I said, use the word as long, because very soon, a new was going to leave the world very soon, and now you are the light of the world, a city set on the hill, and that cannot be hidden, you remember? And then went through the uh, Paul's, revela- Paul's prayer in Ephesians chapter 1, when he started from verse 15, that when I heard of your conversion, I began to pray that the Father of our Lord Jesus will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, to know the hope of His coming upon your life and the riches of His glory, of His inheritance in you as a saint, and of the resurrection power towards you. So we went to all that, and we established the fact that um, one of the most important prayers that you can pray is that your eyes be open, and that the Lord doesn't want a believer to walk in the dark concerning anything. And we establish the Father, what Jesus meant when He said that He will have the light of life. He said He will have understanding of the workings of this world, because to others outside, life is a mystery, life is imparable. Amen. So people say life is mysterious because what it takes to demystify life is not in any other person except a Christian. And we read in John chapter 1, the Bible says, A name was life, and, and the life was the light of men, the illumination of men. So anyone who has eternal life, you have the ability by the Spirit of God to see what others cannot see, to be educated, to be enlightened on our life. So when the marriage collapses, it's because there is no insight, there is no light. They cannot see. And many people have issues in the life that they have no clue. They don't, just don't know what to do about it. And I said, that is not the life of a Christian. You remember all that? Praise the Lord. So, <laughs> let's read something today. So, in John 1, 5, and then I'm going to read something from Job 32. Now, the Bible says, this then is the message, this is John talking, which we have heard of him. You know, he was closest to Jesus, he used to lean on Jesus. And we declare unto you that God is light. And in him there is no darkness at all. So I said that if you are dark, you are not a Christian. <laughs> Amen. You start to look at your neighbor, your neighbor fear or dark in complexion. Because the Bible says God is light, in him there is no darkness. So all those who are dark here, we wonder what has happened to your salvation. Amen. Uh, you remember the second one I told you? The Bible says that for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So if your neighbor is short, it's because of the sin. All have sinned and come short. And remember the third one. The Bible says the righteous shall be fat and flourishing. And the Bible says and the word, shall be, and the word became flesh. So if your neighbor has no flesh, it's the absence of the word of God in his life. That means your neighbor hasn't been doing Bible study. You can use time to look at your neighbor. Now if your neighbor is in all these three categories... Is dark, is short, 
Ah, sleep. Oh. <laughs> you start to tell the boy, you, you better go to the altar. Don't you wait for the message to end. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> he said, this is the message that we have heard. God is light. I just want to show us something today. God is light. In Him there is no darkness at all. I seek to speak about two things that will help you to walk in the light that you have inside you. Your spirit man knows what your mind does not know. Now it's like a well inside. The more you use your spirit man, the more the spirit man will easily supply an answer to your mind on any subject matter. Not knowing this is why people see prophets see things and that will not satisfy a New Testament Christian. There is nothing like a personal work with God that enlightens you on all issues about your life. And in the course of discussing this, I also said, you are not, you might not be called to be a prophet, but over your, your own personal life, you are the prophet of your life. So you might not know things by the gift that we call word of knowledge. You might not know things about other people, wise about, about yourself, because light dwells in you, and it is coded in the eternal life that is in you. You remember all that? Yes, Praise the Lord. Are you, are you with me? Yes, so, again, the Bible is saying that God is light. In Him there is no darkness. There is no darkness at all. So anyone who has God living inside the same thing happens to the person. There is no darkness at all. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But there are two important ways of bringing out this. Let's do 1 John chapter 2 verse 10. I want to read something from there. 1 John 2 10. And then we go to the next one. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You should wake up in the morning and say to yourself, I will never walk in the dark. Hallelujah. Look at the Bible says that he that loveth his brother abides in what? See, two things are very important. I'm saying this first one because it will affect if you walk in the second one, which many people know, and you are absent in this one, it will not work. When Jesus began to teach about the power to bind and to loose. And when we bind something and we don't see it bound, that's the first area to check. When Jesus taught that, he taught it after teaching forgiveness. He started by saying that if your brother, you have something against your brother, and you have a gift at the altar, drop your gift and go and make reconciliation before you come back. When he finished, he said, therefore I say unto you, whatever you bind on us. So before and getting into any kind of spiritual warfare, it's the reason why a lot of people pray, fire fall on them, Lord do this and that. You look at their personal life, there's no personal progress. It is sad that many people climb mountain for seven days and eleven days and they come down from the mountain and they have received nothing. Even though Jesus never told us to go to mountain to pray anyway, he talked about praying in your room. But is it wrong to go to mountain? No. But I'm just saying that it's not necessary. It doesn't make you closer to God. <laughs> Amen. Praying under a staircase and praying on top of a skyscraper. <laughs> it's not that this one is... <laughs> you know, there are many people do with their imagination. They think God... The Bible says that God is a spirit. God is not flesh and blood. God is not visible. God is not a man. Numbers 23, God is not a man. God is not a man. Are you, anyway, <laughs> praise the Lord. Are you following? Now, I'm not saying it is wrong to go to the mountain. I'm just saying that it is not compulsory. Is that right? Praise the Lord. Okay, so, <laughs> amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
<laughs> now, people can do all that, and when they don't understand this, it will still be the same thing. So Jesus, first of all, taught about forgiveness. Before he talked about the power to bind. Because I just want to establish quickly, or start to tell you this morning, one of the reasons why we stumble as saints, and one of the areas you should pay attention to, is your relationship with fellow Christians, and relationship with people around you. Most of the teachings of Jesus Christ, He taught men how to relate with other men. Sincerely speaking, the closest people to you will offend you most, but if you are not, if you are not given to offense, you are not offended, you begin to have access to what we are talking about. So one of the things that shuts this thing down, even though it's in your spirit, that brings about a virus that does not enable the programming language, the program to work inside you, is not working in love. So John saw it, and he said that, he that loveth his brother. When, okay, I can see talk right there. Where is she again? The latest wife in town. Okay, looking so beautiful. Amen. We celebrate you. <laughs> you know, on their wedding day, I told a server, where's your husband? Is, is he around? Where's Tommy? He's not around. Okay. Okay. I told, I told, okay, somewhere outside. All right. I told, oh, you are there. How, how are you doing? Marriage is beautiful, right? You know, I tell people that when people marry in this church, all they do is to pray after marrying. So I'm sure you've been praying, right? I don't know whether there's any other activity people do in marriage rather than praying. I, I don't know. But what I know is that when people are married, they just start praying. Talk about you've been praying day and night. Right? And God has been answering. <laughs> That's why they are laughing. I don't know what you, your understanding of marriage is like. The Bible says if any two of you shall agree concerning anything. Is that why we marry? So that we can agree. That's all. Just another reason, no other reason. Even though I know you have two kids, but uh, there's no other reason. <laughs> Pastor David, you have three. Any other reason? <laughs> he doesn't want to talk. <laughs> Pastor Man, any other reason? You just been praying, so you pray the kid down from heaven. You pray them down. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> are you are you with me? <laughs> Amen. I saw them on their wedding day. What Peter brought in when he was teaching about marriage, and he said, husband and wife, that you pray, he said, you are heirs of the kingdom. He said that your prayer may not be hindered. He said, men, dwell with them with understanding as unto weaker vessels, so that your prayer will not be answered. This is why, if you haven't found somebody that you genuinely love and you are willing to spend the rest of your life with, and you are willing to agree with in the place of prayer, there's no point going into marriage. Because by yourself, your prayer, prayers will be answered. But if you attach yourself to somebody, and there's no agreement, you start looking for trouble. And this is why many people are troubled. Ordinarily, when husband and wife are concerning anything, there should be an answer. Without any pastor or anybody. But there's no agreement in many cases. There are even situations where husband don't tell the wife everything, and the wife does not tell, you know, she doesn't want to tell the man everything. She locks her phone against her husband. He locks his phone. He puts a code that the wife does not understand. <laughs> Where is light in that kind of marriage? What are you hiding? Hallelujah. <laughs> anyway, marriage seminar will soon come. When? 2nd of June. It's going to be a very powerful marriage seminar. Anyway, he that loveth his brother. So the Bible says it's in light. Look at the next thing. 
there is none occasion of stumbling. That means there is no way the guy can stumble. He that loveth his brother. That means if you are loved. Because God, oh thank you Jesus, is defined by three things in New Testament. God is light. John said that in chapter 1, 1 John. God is life. And God is love. All of them are in the book of John. And these three, they work together. Life, light, and love. If you are not walking in love, you walk in darkness. Look at the next verse. So this verse. I love the word, there is no occasion for stumbling. So it is possible, we read it in Daniel. He interpreted, he's been the subject, we've been looking at the Old Testament, you, you remember? He interpreted the handwriting because of light and understanding found in him. But if you check the story of Daniel, the first time in Daniel chapter 2, that he told the king the dream and the meaning of the dream. And the king wanted to promote him. He said, no, promote my friends. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. There is something about how you deal with people around you. I've said times without number here. Those who pray and fast but maltreat their housemaid, you are going nowhere. Some people are fasting and praying and they are still giving their housemaid slaps and knock. And then they go back to the room and keep talking to God. I'm not saying discipline is wrong. But if you are doing that because she's not your daughter, you are doing that because God will deal with you. How will you deal with those who depend on you? So Jesus led the prayer and he said, forgive our trespasses. How? It's very straightforward. When you want to know how easy it will be for you to get things from God, those who depend on you, the driver you have to pay money. So whether you like it or not, they have to obey you. Do you make it hard on them or soft? Before they collect that money, you make them sweat. Before your prayers will be answered also, you will sweat. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are, you, are you with me? Praise the Lord. God is found in this day-to-day relationship. So, he said, if you love your brother, you will not walk in darkness. Now, verse, next verse says, but he that hated his brother is in darkness, and walketh in darkness, and knoweth not how whither he goeth, because darkness has blinded his eyes. So, guess what starts? So, he invests, he doesn't know which one will walk. But the Bible says that if you walk in love, you walk in light. Now, Job 32 verse 8. So I said that walking in love just to tell you. See, people will offend you in life. As a matter of fact, when you are about to, what they call breakthrough, I don't like using that word, but when you are about to experience a tremendous breakthrough, offenses will come from every side. Ability, because the root of Christianity is given. That's the meaning of cross. Ability to look away from what they've done to you and respond in love. That attitude we enlighten you when you are praying. Because I want to show you that ordinarily, when you pray in tongues, you should be enlightened. Because this is how we function in it. And I'm going to talk about that in a while. But we have to say this one first. Because if this is not set in place. So, the Bible says, but there is a spirit in man. Go to verse 7. He said, I suppose age should speak. Verse 7 of, of, of this is a little talking. I said, they should speak. And multitude of years should teach wisdom. Yeah, but I found out that it's not so. Many times people want to get my books start giving them counsel. Those who are giving them counsel, their marriage has failed them. Start saying that. Say, <laughs> and see all kinds of things. 
He said, they should speak. Some people will come in to church like they say, they say, young pastor, because I am not 50. And they just look, I'm not above 50. I'm not 60. I'm not 70. So I don't have gray hair. So they start wondering. Even though some are beginning to grow anyway. <laughs> Maybe more should grow on time. <laughs> so that we can reach out to more people. Because those who come and they look at they feel age should speak. I've been to many marriages. I'm sorry, it's common in Octodos when people ask me. Some people get married, but their parents say to hold in their churches and without problem with that, say no problem. And after they will now come here and say that, okay, our pastor in our church said I should come and preach on your way. That's no problem. I'll come now. God is in every church. So when, you know, walking in, some people will look and say, is this the pastor? <laughs> I've even been, in, I've, been, I've been to one that the pastor, when he saw me, he changed his mind and he sidetracked me. And did everything. Yeah. I was on the program, but when he saw me, he just saw, ah, ah, I was some years back now. Is this, is this, is this pastor? <laughs> he just, when I came, I said, so where is the program? He said, I've changed the program now. You will do. He said, no problem. <laughs> Give no offense in anything. So the Bible says, I said, they should speak. But yes, should teach wisdom. Verse 8. But there is a spirit in man. And the inspiration of the Almighty gives them what? There is a spirit in man to really know the things that are some deep things about you. You know, the Bible says, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, let's read. No man knows the things of a man except the spirit of man. First, 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 uh, first Corinthians chapter 2. What verse is that? I just, the scripture just dropped in my heart. First Corinthians, I know it's first Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Verse 11. Give me verse 11. Hallelujah. It says, For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him. See, there are things about your life. You are a man or you are a woman. Bible no, this man means both male and female. Because your spirit man, there is no gender, your spirit and So listen to me. No man knows the things of a man except the spirit. Your spirit knows all the things you are looking for answers for. But now this is where we come back to Job. We have to watch it. Now 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Let's read something from there. 1 Corinthians 14. Verse 2 precisely. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Amen. I want to teach us how to let answers rise from within to this face. Now the Bible says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For, what's next thing? When you get to level of things that normal men don't understand. Now, you understand me? Luke chapter 8 verse 10. Put your hand there. We are coming back to this place in a while. Luke chapter 8 verse 10. Let's see something what Jesus said. And he said unto you, it is given to know what? Say that word aloud. But to others. Why? Somebody said one time ago that why is God like this? Why does he want them to see? God is God. And that is who he is. You know why? Because the answer is in Proverbs 25 verse 2. Proverbs 25 verse 2. Let's read. Are you following me? 
What is this? You know, you can't get angry with lion for wanting to eat other animals. Neither will they be judged on the judgment day. That you devour 72 animals in your lifetime, go to hell. They are not going to be judged. The cats in your house will not be judged based on uh, you ate how many rats. It made them that way. You will be judged if you kill a fellow man. But in animal kingdom, it is called jungle justice. It is well allowed and endorsed by the Almighty. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So that is the way God is. And when it comes to walking with your Heavenly Father, you have to know certain things about Him. Now this Bible is saying that it is a glory. God takes pleasure. It takes honor in concealing things. But the Bible says, but the honor of the king is to search out a master. So one of the things we have to know about God, he takes pride. He enjoys concealing things. Are you with me? Is that clear? That's the Bible. It is a glory. Not even what he does. It's not what he does only. It's what he enjoys doing. The Bible says God feels glorified when he covers something. So that's why Jesus made that statement. That so everything God says, Except somebody decodes it. It is either in parable or a mystery. That's why life is mysterious to many people. Are you with me? So Jesus said to them, It is given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom. Can we now assume the kingdom of God or the things of God? They are built on mysteries. Are you following me? But then, let's go back to 1 Corinthians 14. So the Bible says, He that prayeth in an unknown song, speaketh not unto man, but unto God. And the Bible says, For no man understandeth how be it. Can you see that word mystery again? If Jesus said, So you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom to others in parable. If the kingdom is built on mysteries, and the Bible says, When you pray in tongues, you speak mysteries. That means praying in tongues is the way to demystify the mysteries of the kingdom. Are you with me? I want to encourage you. This is why I'm going. So I said this for saying, spend time praying in tongues like never before. It is the way that your spirit man rises above your mind and be able to give a direction that your mind cannot give. And your spirit man can never make a mistake. That's the truth. When it tells you something, even though your education tells you otherwise, Education is important and extremely necessary. But it gets to a level that you are about to... It, when it comes to real matters of life, school can't really help you. School can put you in a position to be able but cannot help you. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. In the strongest and the most powerful nations on the earth, when you talk about America with the best of medical stuff, people still die of cancer every now and then. Even top people. You talk of Steve Jobs and the rest. Is it that you don't have money or anything? It is, there are some things that met, they did medicine, solves anything. That's, you know, I don't want to go into. I've heard silly and silly statements from people. Everybody start talking about healing. Some, some pastors, they heal people because of the low level of stuff. When people want to criticize, they, they become blind. I don't care what I was talking one day. It's because of the medical condition of Nigeria that churches are filled up. People don't. So I looked at the guy and said, Look at a fool talking. The person was Yabi was Chris Oyakilome. 
Ayakilo went to America. There were more people that came for the program than Nigeria. Most of them whites. He does not understand that what the fall of man brought, man cannot solve. The day man solves health problem completely, what Jesus has come to do here has failed. Medicine will help. And bless God for medicine. There are many doctors here, like Dr. Mandre. Thank God for that. And I'm not against medicine. If you have to take it, take it and take it. There's nothing. But I should take it also. Pray. But I'm just saying. If I need it, I'll take it. So I'm just saying that there's nothing wrong at all, at all. And the Christian should not feel like you don't have faith because you have been treated. It doesn't mean you don't have faith. Please don't have that kind of thinking. If you need to be treated, get treated. Amen. The best way is not to be sick at all. And it is possible. I'm not yet there, but I know it's possible. And I'm in Jesus. <laughs> are you following me? <laughs> is somebody, are you, because I know people are, I mean, it's, it's possible. As we walk in this, we get to a point where, and we are at that point in Jesus' name. Maybe we should all just say in Jesus' name, the last sickness I had will be the last. That was the last. I'll be nothing else again in Jesus' name. Are you with me? Is somebody following me? I'm just saying that. Um, all over the world. All over the world. Because the fall of man brought this thing. Medicine will help and thank God for med- medical, medical science. But the, it can't solve the problem. Amen. Because that's the truth. The same thing about decision making. That a person is a professor does not mean he has understanding of life. He understands what he has learned in school. Somebody very close to me once lived with a professor when we were in UI. Himself and his wife is, is, is unthinking. He stayed with them for about three years, and there was no one time that they said good morning to one. Not good morning. No high. And they were living together. She would come in to the kitchen. Three solid, and he was there for three years. The problem had started before he got there. When he was with them, they were, one day, she was a doctor, the marriage professor, he was starting a car. And the car was not starting. And she called these guys come and help them push the car, help her push the car. And the husband was starting this, this, this paper, and he started laughing loud. Every time they push the car, she trying to deal work. He will laugh. <laughs> and she came down. She said, "You're bad guy, idiot." They are alive like that. She never took her kid for to go and make their hair once. The father would. The kids were close to the father because that she stopped talking. She wasn't going to anybody except the stranger that was living with them. Any other person. And there was a program that they needed to attend. The husband went, later the wife came. The man would be coming. When that car was not working, she would be walking on the road to the house. You know, if you are, if you are familiar with UI, professors caught her very far from school. So she would be walking, and the husband would drive past her to the house. What a life. Hallelujah. So it doesn't mean that a person has read, that's so you have understanding of life. No. Knowledge is different from understanding. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. As a matter of fact, you can know all the theories about something and it still doesn't work for you. But as you pray in tongues, Bible says, out of your belly shall flow off rivers of living water. Either pray it in an unknown song. Don't only pray in tongues when there is an issue. Pray in tongues every now and then. As you walk on the streets, you are causing your spirit man to rise. To be edified. That's the meaning. And it will edify your mind. 
you start having understanding, you'll be able to comprehend matters beyond what is visible. And this is what we are called to. So this is one of the ways. See, Psalm 34 verse 5. I'll close with this. It's all with me this morning. Have you heard me? Psalm 34 verse 5 says, They looked unto him. What happened? And their faces. In the name of Jesus Christ, for us here, shame has become a thing of the past. There will not be any aspect of your life that you will be ashamed of. There will not be any aspect of your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. They looked unto him. They were lifened. Because God is light. Second service I will talk, if I'm the one preaching, about fellowship. Now the leaders are smiling. It's true. Really, I didn't plan to preach. I just wanted to sit down. Just say, when, I, so when we're having devotion, I told them that Father Joshua would pray that. I just, I woke up this morning with a desire to just listen to somebody. Apart from almost totally tired, they just let me just, that came from me, let me, from my book, let me just listen to, because all the pastors, out of all the pastors in this church, I'm the poorest preacher. They are all, Pastor Joshua is even a reverend doctor. He went to a theology, no, really, in international theological school, but I've never been to seminary before. So you see how poor I am. They, so maybe I'm learning some of these things from them. The time I was away, I was watching them from where I was in America, and the messages all the days I was not around, fantastic. Amen. And there were more testimonies. You have not realized I'm the problem. <laughs> 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 Amen. So just let me go on missionary journey. I let them pastor in the church. You'll be blessed more if they start pastoring. Pastor Money, Pastor David, Pastor Joshua, Pastor Abi, and Pastor Shadi. They are the real after service, everybody wants to talk to me. Let me tell you the truth. It's, but this one is the truth. The truth. When it comes to counseling, talk to the rest. May God forgive me. You know, there will be many secrets that will be revealed on that judgment day. When people are talking to me, eh, I'm not hearing what you are saying. <laughs> I know at the end of the day, Shah, I will pray for you. <laughs> and the prayer will work. So at times, I don't hear. As I say, but I don't talk to me after Sunday, so I look for another day. At times, many Saturdays to Sunday, I don't sleep. I'm not hearing what you are saying. So, but you have to leave, just stand there. I've been listening. So at the end, shall we pray? <laughs> is that not what we ended? <laughs> that is what we ended. Every prayer must end with amen. So every counseling must end with prayer. So, so it's what, what we know. Hallelujah. When you talk with these pastors, they, it's on my way that my wife will be telling me things that this one said this. They take up the matter and they pray. I can I would rather sit on one spot and pray in tongues for six hours than to take prayer points. I don't know how to take prayer points. Lord, we now pray for the Akiwales today. In Jesus' name, Lord, help them. Now, the Akifewas, number two, Lord. Lord, he will transform them. They are the one goes, Lord, lift them. I don't know how to do that. I pray for all of you in tongues. I just, as I pray in the spirit, everybody's covered. But that tongue, I, I can sit down three hours straight, be praying in tongues. For, I will just say, Lord, thank you for all the members of the church and start praying in tongues. Whatever anybody's battling, it will reach you. But to divide points, I'm the calling. <laughs> so, when you ask me, Pastor, I hope you are praying for us. Yes, I am praying. But not the way you think. 
You have told me something you think I should kneel down every day. I'll be praying about. Uh, Pastor, my husband is So you think every day you say that, Lord Shaliwa's husband from Monday. <laughs> Tuesday, Lord Shaliwa's job. <laughs> Are you with me? Now, you've heard the confession of a pastor. <laughs> so, when I tell you this, I'll pray for you. Understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I've just prayed for you in tongues. If you talk with these men, they will tell you, they will attend to you better. We'll bless the name of the Lord. Is someone blessed this morning? Lift up your hands on your seat and just bless God. Thank you, Father. I will continue second service. I want you to go with the message. Practice praying in tongues like never before. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. We worship you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Light will shine like never before. Mysteries will disappear. Understanding will come. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you. Let's rise. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.